Welcome to episode 39 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Misha, and I am so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to juggle everything, you're in the right place. This podcast is all about helping busy working moms find more balance in their lives. We talk about ways we can take care of ourselves while also get things done. Welcome to today's episode, and it is so perfect for cold winter months, because oftentimes in winter, people may not be in the best uplifted mood, but let me tell you, even if it's cold and yucky and who knows what else is going on, there are a ton of things you can do to boost your mood and make you feel uplifted and happy. I think you're going to get a whole lot out of this episode. Hello, my friend. Thank you for tuning in. You know how much I love talking to you. This is so much fun. Thank you for listening, and I hope you really enjoy this episode. This episode is so important because it's about being in a good mood, which really is about feeling joy in your everyday life. Last night, I went to a class that my synagogue did, and my synagogue is just amazing, can I just say? And they were talking about joy. And it resonated so much with me. The class was on Zoom and the women were talking about why joy is so important. And it was different for everyone. But the common theme is that when you're happy and you're filled with joy, everything is easier. You can get stuff done. Things go smoother. You have better results also. It's so important to be filled with joy. And I couldn't believe that I had this episode outlined and we were talking about it last night. You know, that's when things really feel like they're meant to be. When every part of your world is saying the same thing. Being in a good mood is not about being selfish. I mean, I hope if you've heard any episode, you already know and you don't worry about this whole selfish business. Being in a good mood is even important to your health. I know I've said this on other podcasts, but yesterday when we were talking on the Zoom call, one of the ladies is a health expert, and she was saying that when you're filled with joy and happiness, it's even good for your physical health. And they even played a video and they showed statistics how your physical health is so much better if you're happier, you live longer. It just blew my mind. So today's episode is very important because I want you to be in a good mood. I want you to be filled with joy. I want everything to be easier for you. And of course, I want you to be healthy. And I'm going to get real with you here because it can feel really, really challenging to be in a good mood all the time. Actually, (laughs) it's not going to happen. I can't think of anybody who could literally be in a good mood every day. It's not going to happen. But with the right habits, you can help yourself. You can do things that will really assist so that it's easier. Now, I didn't want this episode to be a repeat of things I already told you, because if you've been listening for any length of time, you already know that I want you to sleep. I want you to meditate. I want you to do some daily movement. And, you know, I want you to make that movement to be really easy. (laughs) Go for a walk, do easy yoga, dance, whatever you want to do. We've talked about calling friends. We've talked about essential oils. We've already talked about all these things. So I wanted today's episode to be a little different. 
and to give you some ideas that maybe you haven't thought of already. Let's go beyond the basics. The things that I just mentioned, I imagine them as a triangle. So let's say you have a triangle of health. So the things I mentioned, those are at the very, very bottom. You have to sleep, you have to eat regularly, you have to move a bit. But let's go further up on that triangle. Let's do some things that maybe aren't as essential, but can really, really help you. And actually, some of the things I'm thinking about that we're going to talk about, they actually are pretty essential. But you may not be doing them, or maybe you are, I don't know. But let's talk about a few things. And of course, every suggestion I'm going to give you is something I've tried myself and that works for me. I would never in a million years tell you to do something that I wouldn't do myself. (laughs) Not that I'm going to tell you to do anything crazy, but you know what I mean. All right, let's get this party started and talk about some things you can do that'll boost your mood, things that maybe you're not already doing. And the first thing came from my mother. (laughs) (laughs) You know, never discount what we can learn from our mom. So my mother is actually a scientist. That was her first profession. And it's so funny because sometimes she'll tell me the oddest things and she's always right. Can I just say, mom is always right. I love you. (laughs) But one day I was having a really, really bad day and I called her and I told her what was going on. Can you guess what she told me to do? (laughs) I'm still laughing because I was in total shock. So my day was legitimately bad. It wasn't one of those things where you just make up drama. It was really bad. So mom told me to go to the kitchen and find a piece of chocolate. (laughs) Seriously. You all know by now that I'm a health nut. I don't stress eat. It's just not something that I do. But she told me to do it. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I went to the kitchen and I found some chocolate. And you know what? (laughs) It really helped. (laughs) Since then, I've made sure to stock my kitchen with chocolate-covered almonds. It really does work. And luckily, I only need a few. I can never have just one, of course. But maybe three or four, and I'm in a better mood. I feel uplifted. Now, it may sound crazy to you, and I know I would never tell you to do something that wasn't healthy. So I did some research. And you know my mom was right. I read in a journal, the journal is called the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology. That sounds very official, doesn't it? (laughs) So I'm not making this up. But they write that consuming chocolate can improve your mood and make you feel more calm and content. Doesn't that sound good? It also stimulates producing endorphins. And if that wasn't good enough, my friend, the journal also reports that it contains serotonin. Serotonin is an antidepressant, and the journal said this, that it can elevate moods. So isn't this awesome news? Chocolate can help improve your mood. Now, they did say it has to be dark chocolate. Of course, you know my favorite is milk chocolate, but that's okay. I'm now switching to dark chocolate. And actually, I asked a funny question on my Facebook group. Whenever new people join, I try to ask a fun question. And last week, I asked people where they hide their chocolate from their kids. And one of the ladies told me that she just buys dark chocolate because her kids don't like it. I thought that was genius. So see, this can be a twofer. You can buy dark chocolate, which is good for you. And if your kids don't like it, you'll have your own stash for the days you really, really need it. 
I love our Facebook community. We have some very wise women in it. I have the link in the show notes because you know you want to join. (laughs) These are some really nice women. Now, my next suggestion may feel a little funny if you're not used to doing this kind of thing. But my next suggestion is to start noticing which foods improve your mood. Huh? (laughs) Foods can improve my mood? Well, we just said that chocolate could. But there are also many, many other foods that when you eat them, they may improve your mood. And I know this because I've paid attention my whole life. So for example, I know that if I eat tuna fish, I'm probably going to have a really good day for the rest of the day. I know, it sounds crazy. You may never have heard this advice before to listen to your body. But my friend, stick with me because I give you real advice. I don't give you advice that's just on the newspaper or wherever. This is real advice that's going to help you. So I want you to start paying attention. What foods make you feel really, really good? And I'm not talking about sugar. Because if you're really paying attention, if you have something that's bad for you, like a lot of high fructose corn syrup, soda, that kind of stuff, you're not going to feel in a good mood. So really, really listen to your body. Listen to what makes you feel good. And I did some research and I found out why tuna makes me feel so good. And it turns out that foods that are high in omega-3s can make you feel really good and uplift your mood. So let me give you some foods that are high in omega-3s. You already know fish, but fatty fishes are the ones that can make you feel good, like wild Alaskan salmon, sardines, anchovies, and all kinds of other oily fish. Walnuts, flaxseed and chia seeds, canola oil. These are all foods that are high in omega-3s. So pay attention. I'm not your doctor. I don't know what's good for you but you know it's good for you. Start listening to your body. This is advice you should just do your whole life. Listen to your body. Another type of food that I notice helps me be in a really good mood. Okay, this is going to sound really weird, just like tuna did, but fermented foods. Fermented. Sounds gross, I know. (laughs) But I saw this in a YouTube video. Someone really, really highly recommended that you eat fermented foods. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. And I tried kombucha for the first time. And let me tell you, it just took one time and I was hooked. I felt so good. I felt energized. I was in a good mood. There really is a mind-gut connection. Can I tell you? After I ate this, I'm like, there is no doubt in my mind about the mind-gut connection. It was instantaneous. I got so addicted that I now brew my own kombucha, can I just say, because otherwise it's $3 a bottle, but I feel so good when I have it, I can't even tell you. So I try to have some every day. Other foods that are fermented could be miso, tempeh, Korean kimchi, sauerkraut. I personally don't eat any of those, but you know what I'm trying to say. Fermented foods really, really good for you. They may help you be in a really good mood. I'm just telling you, I've tried it and it works for me. So just keep noticing. I'll tell you another really weird example, but oatmeal. I like to eat oatmeal for breakfast because when I do, again, I'm just in a really good mood. 
I don't know what's in oatmeal. I'm sure if you're a doctor or a dietitian, you probably know what's in there that makes me feel really good. I don't know. And frankly, I don't even care. I just know that when I eat it, I'm in a good mood. Awesome, right? I love advising you to do things that empower you because so often people give you advice and they tell you what to do. They say, eat this, it's good for you. And then you know what happens, right? A week later, you see another study and the study says that the first study is totally wrong. But let me tell you, when you listen to your body, your body knows your body is never wrong. So get used to listening to it and you won't believe the power of this. This is such a gift to just listen to your own body. Mm, Beautiful. Now, my next suggestion has been incredibly powerful for me, but I am not a doctor, so don't take this supplement without talking to your doctor and getting your blood tested and all that. But can I just say vitamin D? Vitamin D. I know it's not sexy. (laughs) It is so simple. I've heard that that's actually why so many people are deficient. Because who makes money off vitamin D? It's not an expensive vitamin to produce. It's so simple. But can I just tell you that I was deficient in vitamin D. I asked my doctor if I could get tested and it actually cost me a little bit of money. I think it cost me $30 and I was way low. And I started supplementing and to tell you the truth, I did not see an effect. I got tested again and my numbers were a bit better. But then a few years ago, I changed the vitamin D brand that I was taking and I got a very high end brand. Ah, I wished I looked at the name before I came on here, but it was just a better quality brand. The vitamin D was even in a capsule with oil, which is awesome because vitamin D is oil soluble. So you need to have oil to digest it and really take it in. But I switched brands and I was like a different person. Whereas before I would have days where I was in a bad mood, all this stuff, it was like a miracle for me. I still can't believe it. So simple and so effective. And don't forget about your kids too. You know, if their vitamin D is low, that's not good either. So definitely talk to your doctor, talk to your pediatrician. And if you are low, I recommend getting a quality vitamin D and just see what effect it has on your life. It's unbelievable. I know, so not sexy, but it makes such a difference. My next suggestion to get you uplifted is a little more exciting than the vitamin D, and that is to get outside. This is a big thing in Japan, and I'm sorry if I butcher the pronunciation, but it's called Shinrin-yoku, which means forest bathing. And it's very simple. I'm not going to give you a five-step process on how to do it. I'm just going to encourage you go outside. I don't care if there's a forest or not a forest or you're just on your balcony, but there is something to be said about fresh air. I think it is so good for you. With Shinrin-yoku, it's about using all your senses to experience the forest. Smelling, sight, touching. You don't have to go that far, but just being outside, you know, there again, our mom was right. (laughs) When we were little and our mom would send us outside, she had a point. It's so good for us. I want you to picture yourself. Let's say you have a huge assignment to do, okay? Huge work assignment. And let's say you're working from home. 
and you do it outside. Your boss doesn't care where you do it. It's totally fine. And you go out on your patio and you work on the assignment. Think of the energy you'll be feeling if you're outside versus you're cramped in your basement office with no windows. It would feel totally different because being outside is magical. It is so good. You just feel better. So anytime you could get outside, I really recommend you do it and definitely try to do it at least once a day. I know so many people, as soon as it gets cold, they don't want to do it. But you know what? Be the opposite of everyone else. It's so much fun when people complain, eh, it's too cold to go on my walk or it's a drizzle, I can't walk. And you're like, huh? (laughs) I did it. It's so much fun to see the expression and to just feel good about yourself. You know, you're not going to let a little bit of drizzle keep you from being outside. Yeah, maybe if it's a huge heavy rain, that's one thing. But a little drizzle or whatever that keeps people away, I say be unique. Be yourself. Go outside. And if you want to even be more yourself and go the extra length, put your feet on the ground without shoes. (laughs) I know. How crazy does that sound? But it's a thing. When I first learned about it, I thought it was a little nuts. (laughs) But there's a lot of scientific research that shows that being in contact with dirt is actually very, very good for you. I personally find it very calming. But I looked up some science because I know I have some people here who listen who are very technical, including my brother. Hi, Morty. (laughs) And according to UK scientists, the ground has some friendly bacteria in it and it produces serotonin, similarly to how antidepressants do. Wow, I did not make that up. Isn't that incredible? So sometimes even if it's a little chilly, I'll put my coat on. And I'll just take my sandals off and I'll put my feet on the ground and it's just so good. It feels so good. So find any excuse you can to go outside, to walk, to do whatever you can do outdoors. Now I can go on and on. I actually prepared a lot more for this podcast, but I don't want to overwhelm you. But do you see how there are so many things you can do that could put you in a good mood? So much. I mean, like I said, I just gave you a handful. So I'm going to stop with this last bit of advice. And my last bit of advice is to pay attention. Pay attention, just like I told you with the food. Pay attention to what makes you happy, truly happy. I mean, I'm not talking about playing computer games or overindulging in ice cream. I mean, true, genuinely good moods. I'll give you an example. I just got off a Zoom call with a friend. That puts me in a genuine good mood. That's actually why I'm podcasting right now. I was in such a good mood that I just wanted to keep talking to friends. So here I'm talking to you. So my advice is start paying attention. Don't let other people or some scientific study tell you what can improve your mood. Notice. Trust yourself. Trust your body. I'll give you some examples. So some common advice is to drink half of your body weight in ounces. But for me, this does not work. This is way too little water. If I want to feel energized and good and not have any headaches, I really need to drink at least 30 more ounces than half my body weight. Yeah, I need a lot of water. I don't care about any study. 
I know what my body needs. And you know what? I'm sure next week there'll be another study that says my body is right. And I don't really care. <laughs> Let the study say whatever it wants. I know what my body wants. Another example, and this may be awesome for you, but for me, not so good. But to improve your mood, a lot of people recommend that you buy yourself flowers. Oh, so beautiful, right? Flowers. And that may be lovely for you. But for me, the problem with that is after a week, I don't notice them anymore. They're just part of the room and I don't appreciate them. So for me, I like to buy them on occasion and then, wow, they really make a difference in my week when I just get them, let's say once every two months, once every three months, that works for me. So I want you to notice, start noticing what puts you in a beautiful, good mood. And as long as those things are healthy and good, start doing them more, make them a daily habit. If calling the friend makes you in a really good mood, do a reoccurring meeting every week. I know that sounds so technical, a meeting every week, like a work thing, but you know what? Who cares? Who cares if it sounds rigid? If it makes you feel good, make it a habit. Do it regularly. I'm going to throw a challenge out to you. When you're done listening to this podcast, don't turn on anything else for a few minutes. Just be in silence and think to yourself, what can I do that's going to make me feel really, really good? That's going to put me in a good mood? That's healthy for me in the long term? Again, I don't want you doing things that are not good for you in the long term. That's not this type of podcast. But just pause and think to yourself, what can I do? What brings me joy? What puts me in a really good mood? And then make it a habit so it's easy, so you don't have to think about it. If you like the flowers in your home, make a habit every week when you go to the grocery store, pick up a bunch. So simple. I'm excited for you to start thinking about things that are going to put you in a good mood and help you stay there. And you know something that puts me in a really good mood? It's making someone else feel great. That always works. So I have a request from you because I love reading my podcast reviews. When I'm having a bad day, I go in there and it encourages me and it makes me feel awesome. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would absolutely adore if you could go in and leave me a review and let me know what you love and why you love it. Now pause, think of some habits that'll put you in a great mood, and I look forward to hearing all about it. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, come check out my one-on-one -on -one programs where we take the challenges you face every day and learn to deal with them so you can be calmer, less stressed, and of course, have more balance in your life. Go to balancedworkingmoms.com slash services. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next time.